Geek Dives. Geek Dives. Release your inner geek. Speak, think, geek with Geek Dives. Hey, I'm Tim. And I'm Willie. And this is Geek Dives. All right, everybody. This is episode three. And uh, we're really excited to be here. And um, we know episode two went over like a fart in church. Um, <laughs> we're, we're still analyzing that. You guys were all so good to us um, with episode one. I think we got spoiled. We've got, um, I think we're coming up on 1500 um, listens on episode one. And then we barely broke 250, you know. <clears throat> So, but, uh, we do, we appreciate all of you and, uh, I'm going to let Tim kind of go over a little bit about, uh, what we're going to be doing in episode three here. Yeah. So, uh, got a few things that we want to chat through today. Um, we've got the Marriott breach. Now, I don't know if you guys heard about this at all, um, about 500 million guests, uh, affected in a massive data breach through Marriott. Going to talk through that a little bit. Um, earlier this week, we had, uh, a barrage of bomb threat emails that went through asking for like 20 grand in Bitcoin, uh, swept the nation, made national news. So I figured we'd talk through that a little bit. Uh, we do have a giveaway. So if you watched Willie's uh, live stream, that was uh, on December 15th, which is the day we're recording still. Uh, he's got a couple couple cool toys, The this uh, was it Steam Links? I think the Steam Link, yeah, yeah. So uh, we got another one of that, another one of those that we're going to give away, uh, and then chat through some last minute Christmas gift ideas. So if you got some geeks on your Christmas list that you want to buy something for, Bill uh, has got some ideas for you on that, and I'm sure I'll have some links on uh, the Amazon shop for most of those things. And then uh, we got something about some management styles. So. Um, don't, not sure if we're going to make it through all of these, but we'll, we'll chip away and see what we can come up with and, and kind of see where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. That Marriott breach, man, everybody's been covering it and everybody should cover it. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty big deal. How many accounts did you say, Tim, were, were breached? 500 million guests. You know, that is a lot, but so when Sony had their data breaches, I think that they actually had more than that but they were able to split it up into business units, right? So like PlayStation Network, Sony Music, you know, Sony Movies and all that. I still think Sony, the total aggregate may be above that. I, I probably I mean, could be wrong, but that's a lot of accounts. They're saying this could be the largest data breach ever, right? That's what they're saying, yeah. And, you know, I would agree with you. I think the Sony one probably was a little bit worse, but uh, yeah, it's... Uh, worse. This, this one is... The sh- this one's the shit- <laughs> the shit was sitting on a web server in a plain text file. <laughs> you know, it doesn't get much worse than that, does it? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I meant the the vast, uh, the, the stretch of it, I guess, was worse. But yeah, no, this 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 one's this one's bad. But yeah, plain text. Come on, guys. Well, and the way that Marriott, uh, you know, when they were communicating, you know, they had this domain that looked sketchy, you know, that they're they're sending emails from and. You know, a lot of people are saying they they just kind of went about it the wrong way. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, there, there's there's a lot of things that they uh, could have done differently. Obviously, um, you know, it's just simple simple security protocols in place would have probably fixed most of this. But and, and we will put a link to the the news articles that we're looking at, or at least a couple of them. Uh, you know, if you if you search for Marriott breach in Google, you're going to find tons of results on all this stuff. So, you know, if you haven't read about this or heard about it, do your homework a little bit and, uh, yeah, absolutely take a look and see what was going on with this. But, uh, you know, they, they're, they're covering their bases, you know, all of these things. We deeply regret this incident happened. Uh, we fell short of what our guests deserve and what we expect of ourselves. We're doing everything we can to support our guests and using lessons learned to better be better moving forward. Come on guys. Really? Well, and they're talking about um, not only does it show where people are traveling within their system, but there's a line in there that says with whom, right? So this goes back to, you know, when people stay in hotels, 
They do stuff that they'd never do at home. They do stuff with people that they would never do in their home. <laughs> you know, this goes back to like, do you remember when the automated um, cameras came out that were on overpasses that would catch people speeding? And do you remember that case where the dude had his girlfriend in the car and the thing took a picture and it showed up at their house and the wife opens the letter and there's a picture of the dude with his girlfriend, (laughs) you know? So can you imagine uh, being notified of a data breach (laughs) and and your significant others like, why were you in Houston on the 29th? Why were there two guests in this room? Like. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I don't know what the, you know, what it's going to look like when you get something in the mail. Um, but it's definitely going to be um, interesting. And there needs to be more than just an apology. You know, um, you know, people talk about in data breaches, you know, it's not, it's not if you're breached, it's when it's still, it's still, it's, it's, you know, there is nothing in, in the articles that I've been seeing that talk about um, um, uh, you know, the, the, and, and I guess it's inside information. So we wouldn't see a lot about the protocols that are used. Oh, right. But, um, I will tell you that if you um, like me, you know, if, if I set a system up and it gets breached, like there's going to be like a complete thorough investigation. And I'm assuming people are going to have to report, you know, the board of Marriott is going to want a a thorough report. And I'm assuming anytime we see a case like this, somebody gets fired, somebody's got to take it uh, on the chin, you know, for this kind of stuff. Um, I don't know the whole thing when these, when these types of things happen, it'll be, it'll be interesting, you know, um, it's just, it's a lot of accounts, man. And it's, who's getting that information, right? So if I want to... Exactly. You know, I I have not yet seen what all personal information was. Um, They declined to comment whether or not personally identifiable information, including names, address, phone numbers, all this was protected. Um, So, you know, they haven't really released what information was there, but... uh, But yeah, I mean, they're... So... it's, I don't, I don't know if they've had to send letters to the people that were affected and say, Hey, you may have been affected. Here's the information that they may have gotten. Um, I would assume they do, but, or they have, or the, or they have, but yeah, that's, they're not releasing to the general public. So eventually it's going to leak out there. Eventually it'll hit something. Um, but well, I, I, I haven't seen anything publicly available yet as to what was happening or what they released. You know, and, you know, they talk about nation states, you know, and um, by the way, Tim, is my popping better now? Uh, it, it's still up and down. I don't know. Yeah. It's I'm weird. Not. It's interesting. It's only on the podcast that I have these. But anyway, um, you know, they, they talk about nation states watching and buying the information you know, and yeah, if you wanted to track, you know, if you wanted to track habits, um, habits of, of high value targets, what a great way to, to, to start combing through their hotel reservations and looking for patterns. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Huh. It's, uh, it's, I don't know, it's crazy, but there's going to definitely be more to come on this. And so we'll keep our eye on this and report back on this for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's, if, if I see anything about, Oh, here's what people are saying may have been released. Yeah. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll bring this back around as, as more stuff comes out for sure. Yeah. Now the, uh, the bomb, the bomb threat, um, the bomb threat email was interesting. So we didn't receive it. You received it. We did. Yeah. And others in the area received it and actually called the police. Right. Now, I understand that anytime you use the B word, (laughs) people freak out. People lose their shit. Especially especially around banks or (laughs) government buildings or, you know, airports. Right. (laughs) So I get it. Right. But we live in 2018, strange times, 
And if somebody sends me an email, first of all, for a bomb threat, email is not the proper delivery vehicle, right? <laughs> oh, I didn't because I'm out of office today. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, or we all know that person who comes in in the morning, they open their email, they go get a cup of coffee, they have their constitutional, and uh, they may not start checking email till 10 o'clock. Then they might, che- they might check email at 10 and then guess what? We don't check email again until the end of the day. Right. You know? um, so, you know, I've been tracking the Bitcoin wallet that was in the email and they have had zero transactions. Right. Yeah. At, I'm not sure absolutely. Yeah. I sent you the one that I got just so you can follow yeah. it. So, yeah, I've been tracking that one too. I'm assuming there's probably a few of them with a few different wallets because if one of them gets reported or, you know, however that happens, uh, they don't want to lose all of them. But yeah, the, the, at least the ones that were keeping track of nobody's sending them their 20 grand to defuse the bomb. Right. Well, and in the email, it actually looks like $20. So you can, first of all, yeah. 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 So, you know, that this person is there likely their first uh, language is not English. Right. You know, the email reads very, very broken, poor grammar, poor, yeah, broken English for sure. Yeah. So just kind of dissect this a little bit. So even if I'm a naturally nervous person, if I have any common sense at all, when I read this email, I understand that it's fake. <laughs> Someone who is going to do bodily harm to you is not going to send you an email hoping you respond and send Bitcoin. Right. Which is why those Bitcoin wallets are empty. If you want to get to somebody, you have to... You have to have you have to make a connection with them, right? Which is what makes the sextortion emails so strong because they've gone to these breached databases. Exactly. They found your email and your password, right? Two things that you know, and your passwords are supposed to be sacred, right? You're no one's supposed to know your password. So when you get an email that has your password in the subject or in the first line, you go, holy shit, <laughs> this this is the real deal. Right. right? Yeah. These are the so, ones that make you stop and think, okay, you got my attention. Right. So they've already made this connection. Okay, great. Now, my old man told me growing up that if a guy ever told you that he's never jacked off and he's never farted and stuck his head under the blankets to smell it, he's a damn liar and to not trust him. <laughs> I think that's probably pretty good advice. God rest my dad's soul. Um, Smart. I think that's probably pretty good advice. And... <laughs> Um, you know, I, uh, I gotta say that, you know, we're, we're animals, right? There are two animals on earth that have sex for pleasure. That's dolphins and humans. Okay. So, um, unfortunately we live in a society where we have glorified violence and we have, uh, shunned uh, sex and understanding sex and, and understanding the pleasure. And, you know, we're told these are, are bad things and they're really not if you understand them and then you do things, um, you know, if you're safe, you know what I mean? Right. Um, and, and so we've, 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 you know, really vilified the sex. So people feel ashamed about these things, you know? And so obviously the people who are paying the sextortion, you know, they've obviously been pleasuring themselves in front of the computer and now they're embarrassed about it. Right. Right. Oh, please don't send this to my wife. <laughs> right. Or my friends, or because my they friends. tell you we're, yeah. we're going to send this to everybody in your contacts. Well, right. I mean, we know it's a it's a load of hooey, but that that Bitcoin wallet that we've been watching since November has had 51 transactions. This guy's made well over 15,000 us dollars right well, and, and I, the, I, I had a second one come through too that i started following that wallet also so you know between the two one of them was 15 grand the other one was like 18 grand when when bitcoin was like like 3200 or something like that so you know there's there's a lot of money right there in those two wallets on those two different emails that you know, people are people are ashamed yeah they they don't want this to get out and you know there are some people that you know the email says you know, if, as soon as I see the transaction, you know, we'll delete all this stuff, hacker code of honor, whatever. Uh, so, you know, we see a few of them come through for five bucks. Oh, okay. I made a transaction. Hopefully they'll delete it now. But right. you know, for the, the vast majority of these people are sending the $700 that they're asking for. 
And, you know, I feel, I feel sorry for him, but you know, at the same point, you know, there, I, I don't know what the, what the answer is here because obviously we're trying to educate people. And, you know, I say we, you know, there's a lot of stuff. There are a lot of people going around saying these things, but you know, there's a lot of people, you know, I had people at my office come in and say, Hey, I got this email. Is this legit? So it's, it's, uh, it's a slippery slope and it's absolutely one of those things that people are going to look at and think they've got a password. I've used this password. They must know something. And well, take it, take, take it a step further. And, uh, they, they changed tactics a little bit. And I had a user who actually received the email with the password in the subject line, right? So just in case you're going to delete this email and you're not going to pay attention to it, I'm going to grab your attention from the get go. Right. Right. You, You know, and that happened to be that password that that person was using had obviously been recycled and it was actually their current password. So I instructed them and they told me that in the email, I instructed them, change your password now, you know, like, and I'm telling people like, don't use the same passwords, you know, for all sites. If you need a fingerprint reader to store these, if you need a password manager, there are ways for us to help you keep these passwords separate. Right. So exactly, exactly. You know, but the, the sextortion, you know, and I tell people in my training and I'm going to release that video this coming week, but I tell people, it's like, you know, you and I actually do live by a code of ethics, you know, where we, we, uh, you know, our first goal is to preserve uh, human life and safety and, you know, to do no harm. But I mean, somebody take these sextortion emails, you know, these emails, these scams. And if you cleaned up the English in them (laughs) and you took the psychology one step further. I mean, someone like you or I could be really dangerous and sending these emails. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, You know, we've said it over and over again. If if we didn't like sleeping at night well, or we didn't have consciences or, you know, we didn't mind if we couldn't put our heads down on the pillow at night, we could be very wealthy. And, you know, like I said, these these emails came through fifteen thousand and eighteen thousand dollars in less than a month each. You know, the first one, you know, I think we followed for what about a month or so. The second yeah. one, you know, in two weeks, it hit fifteen thousand dollars from December one to December fifteen. Fifteen thousand yeah. dollars for somebody saying, "Hey, we saw what you did on your webcam." You know, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and it's like I don't care if you see what I do on my webcam, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, eh, whatever, you, you know, <laughs> but I mean, you know, I guess maybe there's a couple morals to that story, right? I guess, uh, if you're going to watch porn, don't watch it behind your computer, maybe watch it on a Roku, uh, or some <laughs> other device, you know, just don't be in front of your webcam, you know, and, uh, definitely don't have your, uh, your Alexa or your, uh, Google assistant in the same room. Um, you know, I mean, you could run into some situations, you know, we're recycling some comments from episode two now, but that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but seriously, you know, like, right. Because what, ha- what happens, you know, dude pleasures himself, then commits a double homicide. That's going to be embarrassing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. When, when Amazon gives up that audio, it is not going to be a good day for that guy. Right. Right. But, yeah. but, yeah, it's but, be, uh, fun sentence prison for him or prison. Yeah. Sentence. So, so back to the bomb threats, the bomb threats, the email, you know, as they're seeing their Bitcoin wallets are empty. When you try to intimidate somebody like that, we know people called the police, Mm -hmm. but when somebody like you or I look at that email, we know it's farce. Right. Um, uh, I would feel bad on the other hand, if something happened, um, you know, um, but yeah, I mean, I absolutely sent it to the CEO said, Hey, there's about a 0% chance this is actually legit. Just want to put you in the loop in case you want to call somebody on this. But yeah, it was one of those, come on now. Yeah. Yeah. Now I can understand the bank in our area. There was a oh, bank yeah, and absolutely. airports so, and, and there's, yeah, some manufacturing, a, a large manufacturing place got one. You know, there's, there's a few places around the area that got them. If you're a bank and you're getting these emails, take them seriously. You know, you're, you're the people that we want to call the cops, let them know what's going on. They're going to hit the news outlets and you're going to start seeing eventually. 
all over yeah. the place. These things are out there, but yeah. And, and this thing was nationwide, you exactly. know, exactly. And, you know, I don't know. Email is such a horrible delivery method for something like that. But what they saw is that when people, when you try to intimidate people, right, the Bitcoin wallets, the coffers are empty. People right. don't like, people don't like you trying to bully them. They don't like trying to be intimidated. Had you said, Hey, we caught you jerking off in the company bathroom, you know, the, the webcam or whatever, you know, like people would have paid the Bitcoin, you know, like, Oh my God, I don't let them know I masturbate in the, in the closet at work. You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of stuff people are embarrassed about. You right. Know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Not, not, yeah. Hey, we're going to hurt you. Yeah. No, that pisses people off. Right. That worries people. You know, it's a different kind of, it's a different kind of, of feeling to the person right away. Exactly. You know, exactly. so, but yeah, so, you know, you got those emails, you know, we're going to say there's like a 99.9% .9 chance that it, that it was fake on the offhand that it wasn't. Um, we are not responsible for <laughs> any advice and I'm being serious because right. the first time, you know, I mean, we are just uh, the ones it. that, that right, came, yeah. came through from what we saw, you know, right, right. Total, to totally fake. Uh, on the other, uh, the one more point on this, the very last line of this email said, if you're the authorities and you're reading this, we do not claim responsibility for any other bombings in the area. We are not terrorists. And that yeah. one there just made me laugh out loud. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So the, really? <laughs> well, here's the thing, right? So um, depending on how much money the government wants to spend to track these emails, exactly. right? They, they could eventually probably get back to the source, right? right? Um, we live in a nanny state, whether we want to realize it and say it out loud or not. Oh, yeah. Um, so if they wanted to trace these emails, but so this guy's covering his own ass. You know, so if, if, if somebody's looking at this email and they go, oh man, I've been thinking about doing that. This is a good time to do it. Now that this email's out there, this right. dude in the email's like, no, uh, uh, I'm not, you know, you know, and, and they were probably testing the water, seeing what they can get away with. You're going to see all kinds of bullshit come through email, um, that you're not going to be able to believe, right. you know? And I mean, it, it started years ago with the Nigerian princes, you know? Exactly. exactly. And, you know, although I do think it's funny when people troll them. And they make them do things and they take pictures and post it to the internet. Dude, that just tickles me. Tickles me. <laughs> yeah. Th those and the uh, IRS scammers that call your cell phone at any given time of day. And, you know, obviously IRS will never call you, but those are, those are the ones that try to, I, I always try to keep on the line as long as I possibly can. Oh yeah. And, and yeah. waste their time and watch them get pissed off and call me an asshole for wasting their time as they're the ones that called me. Well, these credit card scammers that are calling on the phone too, you know, talking about lowering your interest and all that, mm -hmm. they're getting bad too. Cause they've actually got your name. Right. You know, and, and you know, I had one and I could not get this guy to hang up. I've had a couple of them, uh, that I trolled for a while. Um, you know, and I, I would say things like, you can't see the purchases I made on there. Can you like, because that would be embarrassing. You know, I've got some very bad habits and, uh, you know, I strung this guy along and Taylor was there with me and Taylor was just rolling. And, um, the guy's like, fuck you, fuck you take your credit card and shove it up your ass. And I'm like, Oh, this is great. You know, <laughs> but I had another one on the phone, man. And I could not shake this guy. I could not get him to hang up. He knew my name. Um, he knew, um, the overall bank. Um, and he was a real pain in the ass. I finally had to hang up on him. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't know how they get that information. Some of it, um, some of it, I'm sure they can buy, you know, um, Oh, it was the and, and I'm sure, I'm some, sure some of it information from there. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm totally sure. All right. So, Hey, let's uh, talk about the giveaway. Yeah. So, so how do what, I want to do this. That's a great question. So were you watching the stream earlier when I had the guy, when I had uh, Andrew who won the first one? So what we learned about the internet today is that when we are streaming from the YouTube channel, everybody is actually seeing the video, not at the same time. And the comments also don't, don't come through in the same order. And I didn't know that <laughs> un until today. Um, 
And so we were trying to do some things through the comments and it turns out that people are seeing the comments filter in at different times. And so it wasn't really a fair competition. So what I did was instead of having them respond is I put my phone number up to the office and I had the first person to call through and, um, sing, uh, was it, um, it was either jingle bells or we wish you a Merry Christmas. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, and they, they sang it to the, to the live stream. And so Andrew actually, uh, won that and I'll be dropping his, uh, I may, uh, run in tomorrow and at least drop this stuff at UPS that way it'll be there for shipment on Monday. Um, but this other one, do you have any, uh, you have any creative ideas what they are? Um, if you're just, you know, if you're you're here and you're not sure what we're talking about, I had one of my subscribers send me two brand new Steam links. And what Steam links allow you to do is to stream your uh, Steam from your PC to a TV without a PC. And uh, they did end the hardware sales. These things are on Amazon. They're about 80 bucks a piece on Amazon. Uh, they ended the hardware sales, but they are going to keep supporting the hardware they've got. They're going to support the software and they released a package where you can roll your own um, on DigitalOcean. So I have two of these Steam links. My friend, uh, supporter of the channel, sent these over. They're kind of a last minute uh, Christmas item. I want to ship them out so that if you do win it, you have it in time to give it away for Christmas. Um, and and Tim, do you have any ideas? I mean, we obviously can't have people call in here right. uh, and sing, but... You know- I was thinking, uh, you know, we're, we, we've got a website, we're on Twitter. Um, I was thinking let's get people's on our Twitter, uh, at geek dives. And I would say, let's, let's have some people. Oh, you know what we could do? We could do like hashtag geek dives, geek dives giveaway. Um, get some people tagging us, uh, mentioning us, get some more, subscribers and followers here and i don't know what do you say midnight tomorrow night cut off uh, uh, i think that's a great idea so what what'll happen then and i'm going to speak for you here tim so i'm sorry if i go for it. Go for if it. i uh if i go too far here but tim is going to make a specific tweet um, he will tweet the episode like he always does yep. um, so that you can go out and, and find that and everybody can find that. And we do appreciate everyone. Even Absolutely. if we only have one listener, we appreciate a, even a single listener. And hey, guess what? You, if you're the single listener, you probably just won the Steam link. <laughs> um, but uh, Tim will also then make another post with a picture of a Steam link uh, on our Geek Dives Twitter. And all you have to do is retweet it. There you go. And tag. You're going to tag. Uh, you're going to tag at Willie Howe. And then is yours at Tim Bear? Yep. Uh, no, it's at T underscore Bear. And then you're going to tag Tim. And you are going to, you can put, Merry, you know, happy holidays, Merry Christmas. You can tell us an, an embarrassing story. You can put a photo in, but we want you to have the hashtag geek dives giveaway. Tim will explain all this in the tweet. Yep. And then uh, tomorrow night at midnight, uh, that'd be Sunday, December 16th at midnight. That's 12 um, a.m. Central. Yes, that will be the cutoff. Um, Tim will put all of this in the tweet. And uh, when I get up Monday morning, we will randomly select out of everyone who participated. And guess what? You're going to get a Steam link. Sounds so they'll, yeah, that'll be, yeah. Sounds like fun. I, you know, I'm tempted to say, and this is not an official rule, but if you do it, tell us an uh, embarrassing story. Might put your name in there twice because I like reading those. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I like those too. Um, <laughs> and they will not show up on Willie's uh, YouTube channel. Promise. No, no. But they will, will be on not. Twitter for everybody else to read. We will. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's talk about like management styles, Tim. Yeah, you've worked for you've worked for a few managers. I've worked for a few managers and people always ask me 
Like, how did you get your management style? And you and I, we work, we work really well together. And, and anybody who usually works closely with me, we usually work pretty well together. I'm a pretty easygoing person, but I get the question a lot. Like how, how did you develop your management style? And the first thing I always tell anybody is if you work for enough bad managers, you kind of learn how to be a good one. Right. Right. Absolutely. And I mean, we're talking about, I'll just give you some examples. Um, I worked for a manager, a supervisor who always referred to us as geeks. This person had, uh, their MBA, which goes to tell you that, uh, having a master's degree doesn't make you smart. <laughs> um, it means you spent money. Right. And, um, sorry to anybody out there who's got a master's. Um, I may not be talking about you. But uh, some people go through the throes of that education just to play the game and to say they have a master's. Once again, that doesn't make them smart. It doesn't even really make them educated. It shows that they know how to play the game. It's just like any other education. You know, it's up to the person. And did you really want to learn it? But anyway, this person had a class in their management program in their MBA called uh, Leading Geeks. And he read a book and he thought he understood geek culture. He thought he understand how I thought. He thought he understand what I wanted. And turns out he was 110% wrong. Right. You know? We um, don't all like Star Wars and or Star Trek. I do, but we don't all. I don't. <laughs> I don't. You know, I'm a Harry, I'm a Harry Potter, uh, you know, um, what else do I like? You know, I'm a, I'm a huge comedy guy. Huge comedy guy. Exactly. See, but no, I've, I've never. Yeah, I know people. People right now are like that. Their faces are melting off. But I've never watched a full Star Star Wars movie. <laughs> See, that kind of surprises <laughs> me a little bit, but only a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't always fit the mold. You know what I mean? But I mean, and this, I mean, this cat. I don't know. He was just. He was different. But uh, I had is, another is this, manager. Is this one that I know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you know this. I one. thought so. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, my other, uh, the, my other horrible supervisor always had to be right. Those are the worst. Didn't know shit, but always had to be right. Yeah. One day we were having a meeting and, um, you know, we were talking about DNS and about how important DNS was. And he told us, <clears throat> me and the other guy that was in the meeting that DNS didn't matter. DNS wasn't important. And he was specifically talking about active directory and, I said, okay. And the other guy went to cut him off. He got pissed off. He slammed his hands down on the desk and said, you'll shut up. It's my turn to talk. Oh, wow. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. Uh, you know, how much longer did you uh, stick around at that job? Um, well, my friend, uh, had left, had gotten, gotten out of there. And my friend, if I don't know if he's listening to this podcast or not, but he is now the IT manager for a bank system. He's doing very well for himself. Great guy. We still keep in touch. Uh, he had left and then it was like, um, it was like running of the bulls to see who could get out of there next. Right. <laughs> so uh, that, that'd be my meeting right there. There's okay. Here's my two note or two weeks notice. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll start documenting some stuff where you can walk me out now. Thanks. Yeah. Well, I mean, you had to realize that at the time, I don't know. I was young, man. I used to have a, a, a I used to have a temper that flared, you know, <laughs> at a moment's notice. And, right. and I was a completely different person you know, back in, you know, like 2000, 2001, 2002, completely different person, you know, I mean, still kind of the same person, but I, what I, you know, I don't have the, the, the temper anymore. You know what I mean? Like some of those like childish things, they just, they dissipated, you know, when you had to, yeah. 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 When you have to start growing up, you know, Uh um, I mean, I could just go on and on. In fact, I thought about writing a book called the poodle man cometh. Um, I think I talked to you about designing some cover art. Um, yeah, it's on my list. It's just kind of, <laughs> list, sorry, <laughs> but, um, you know, I worked for this guy and we called him the poodle man because he's like six foot nine and he had two poodles, um, <clears throat> uh, because of his <laughs> wife and he bought a poker table from me one time. Me and my dad used to make legit poker tables and he wanted to buy a poker table from me. And we're talking like the, uh, the, uh, oval type poker table, you know, from like that you see on Texas Hold'em. Yeah. Nice. 
And so uh, we go to deliver it. Me and my buddy, Kurt, we go to deliver it and we carry it down in the basement and uh, we're talking to him and everything. And his little poodles are running around and my uh, we didn't know that his wife had come home at the time. Right. And uh, my buddy, Kurt, makes this uh, comment about, oh, these poodles really run the house. And the poodles were female. Well, in the in the mean meantime, uh, this guy's wife had walked down behind him. And when she heard Kurt say that, she says, yep, just like other, every other female in this house. And that that guy stood there and didn't say a damn word. <laughs> and I mean, this is the same guy. Like, literally, I think I am going to write this book. But this is like and what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell the sto- a story like I'm going to tell you now. And then I'm going to relate it back to how, um, you know. You know, a very simple premise, I think, of managing people is to just be honest and to treat people literally like you would want to be treated, right? Now, there's not always cases when you can do that, but you can always serve a dirt sandwich and do it with a smile. You know what I mean? Because exactly. you're going to, if if you're in leadership, you know, everybody, every, you know, my one of my favorite memes is, um, you know, everybody wants to do gangster shit till it's time to be a gangster. You know, and it's, it's the same way with management. You know, everybody wants a seat at the adult table until they get it. And then it's time to do adult stuff. Right. Right. So the first time I was ever involved in a termination, it was at my, you know, it was, uh, my recommendation and I was physically sick over it, physically sick, but I knew it was the right thing to do for the organization. Right. You know, and I mean, I was physically sick. I still think about it to this day. Your first one. I don't think you ever forget your first one, man. It's like your first one. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. you never, you never forget it. And, um, but the, the person was treated humanely, treated like a person was not treated like a criminal. Um, you know, and it is what it is. You know, you can have these, um, these incidents and, and you can still treat people with dignity and still treat them like people. Mm-hmm. And you should, Absolutely. they are people. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm the last guy in the world wants to see somebody lose their job. Right. But if it's not, you know, if I'm tasked, you know, um, with doing things for an organization and then I've tasked you with things and things just aren't working out. I mean, it's going to come to a head, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, I'll give you another story about one of my managers. Um, well, while, so, while you're thinking through that, I was going to say, you know, I, I've been lucky enough to never be terminated for, uh, for not doing my job or anything. You know, I've been on the ass end of a, a layoff because the project got canned and they didn't have a place for me, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, it sucks. It absolutely sucks. But, you know, the, there, there's good ways and bad ways to, to handle the situation. And, you know, I got brought into a room for the, for the layoff and, you know, you know, sorry, you know, we were going to fill this position. We're not going to now apologize. And then, you know, three weeks later they did call me after I'd already gotten another job and say, Hey, we are going to fill this position now. Are you interested? And uh, no, I'm good. Cause you know, it was like two weeks before Christmas, eight years ago. And uh, it, it was, it was a pretty crappy situation and the way they handled it, you know, I, I'd interviewed for this, this position. I, um, went in for a second interview, met with the, the, um, the, the main guy, the, the main manager, um, of that department and, you know, hit it off real good, you know, helped him with the cell phone while I was there. He's like, yeah, cool. Thanks. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> you, know, you just saved me, you know, an hour drive to the genius bar. Um, right. But, you know, it, everything felt great. I went down for what I thought was, hey, we're going to give you this position to, hey, we're not filling this position. And, you know, your heart sinks as the person on the other end of the table. And if if you're in a managerial position, you need to understand what that feels like so that you're not uh, you know, a dick, basically, whenever you're, well, you're going through that situation you know, yeah. on, on the giving end of it. And if if you don't have the heart, uh, to, to understand that this is a human being, they do have, you know, this is their livelihood. You're, you're read a book or something, please. (laughs) Well, I mean, you have to be able to empathize with people. Exactly. Exactly. To, to, to not literally be a psychopath or a sociopath, you have to be able to empathize with people. If you can't empathize with people, 
you do, you have an issue and you need to seek help for that. Right. Absolutely. Um, you know, I was in a position one time and, um, you know, they were talking about, you know, what, what, you know, like, uh, I'm not even, gonna, that's a bad example, but so let's say that, um, no, but let's say here, here's the thing, right? The minute you start thinking that you are better than other people, that you are better than someone else, you, you've got an issue right there, right? Um, you know, we, we all put our pants on the same way, you know, um, we all use the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. We all it breathe the takes. same air. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, um, I mean, people deserve to be treated like, like people, unless you have, you know, psychopaths, murderers, you know, that's a whole other thing. We're talking about reasonable people in the workplace. You should be able to empathize. And if you can't, maybe a man management position is not for you. Absolutely. You know, um, and the other thing is be able to admit what you're when you're wrong, be able to admit when things are not in your wheelhouse. I have absolutely no problem um, when somebody comes to me and they're like, hey, and I'm like, I don't know. We're going to have to look that up or we're going to have to call somebody. <laughs> I don't know. That's why you and I, Tim, we pledge to people who use our services. If we can't help you, we'll get you to somebody who can. Right, right. I'm not going right? to tell you that I can do everything. If it's a language that I don't understand, I'm going to be up front. I could probably learn that language. If you need some programming help with something, um, I could probably troubleshoot some stuff. I'm not going to be able to write an app in any language that you've got because uh, if anybody tells you that they can, either has way too much spare time or is a genius or full of shit. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You know, and you can be good at multiple things. Oh, yeah. We're not, we're not, we're not saying that. And you can master multiple things, but, you can't master everything. Right. If you've never said, I don't know, you need to step back and look at yourself or you're right. that or somebody knows what you're doing, knows what you can do. And it's only asking questions that they know, you know, but right. that, doesn't and I, happen. yeah, I wholly believe in the saying, uh, and I can't even remember who said it, but there's a saying out there that if you're the smartest guy in the room, you're in the wrong room. Yep. And I just had this, uh, conversation with somebody, uh, very, important and very near and dear to me the other day. Um, and I told this person, I love surrounding myself with people smarter than me Mm -hmm. because I always learn something. I get a chance to view things through a different lens. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's just, I don't know. I mean, you have to empathize. You have to be able to say you're wrong. You have to be able to take it on the chin. You know, you have to be an adult. You can't stomp your, your feet um, you know, cause I'm going to tell you this, the first time an employee comes in and leans on me and stomps their feet and acts like a little kid, guess what? We're all replaceable. Every <laughs> single one of us, yep. it may cost us a little money to replace you, but it'll happen. Act like a human being. You want me to treat you like one, act like one. Right. You know? And that's like, that's like, you know, the one supervisor that I had, he bought this boat, brand new boat. He wanted two of us to go fishing with him. We, so we finally give in. And we go fishing. It's a work night and we get out on the Illinois river and and my buddy. (laughs) Yeah. Right. You know, we're catching turds, but, um, you know, my buddy looks over at the gas gauge and it's almost on E and he says something to the guy and the guy's like, ah, the gas gauge is broken, you know, and he puts a, puts a gallon of gas in. Well, it turns out the fucking gas gauge isn't broken. He just didn't put enough gas in it. Right. So we get, miles from where we launched we're fishing those two are drinking i'm nervous so i'm not drinking but i'm fishing catching fish getting dark time to come home we can't see the channel markers in the dark he didn't bring a a flashlight big enough or a floodlight and uh, we roll over a tree and run out of gas and guess what we are stuck probably 10 to 12 miles up river from where we launched and there are barges in the river Um, so he's like, what do we do? Well, you're talking about this dude. That's like 40 asking two kids, basically, well, what do we do? You know? And so then my buddy decides to fuck with him and say, oh, I hope that the river pirates don't get us, you know? And, (laughs) and, uh, you know, we knew there were no river pirates or whatever, but, but this dude's got like this, literally a paddle that's two feet long, 
trying to get us out of the channel. And I said, you're going to have to call 911. And can you imagine being the 911 operator that takes that call <laughs> at midnight on a Thursday night? Oh, geez. And the fire department, they came. They came, man, their little red boat. And they towed us all the way back to East Peoria where we launched. And they made him pay on the spot. I was going to say, I hope they gave that guy a bill. I mean, and that was, and you know what? If you, if you live an awesome lifestyle, that's awesome for you. If you've worked hard to get there, that's fantastic. Or even if somebody's left you a boatload of money, but don't be an asshole and rub it in people's faces. I mean, this guy, this guy was always like, you know, um, anytime we did fundraising for like Easter seals, he had to be Billy badass and be the one that was always, Oh, my idea, my idea. And even was it when it, you know, wasn't his idea. He always had to be the face of that. Sure. Right. Yeah. Or, Oh, we were talking about Christmas trees one time and somebody's like, Oh, I've got a Christmas tree that I can. And he's like, well, I've got two, you know, he was always that kind of guy, you know? Yeah. Just don't, just don't be like that, man. Just like, there's no, we got no room. We got no room for that, man. It's, it's, it's draining and it's, it doesn't move the ball forward. You know, it's like, I don't know. And another thing is I don't see color, you know, and, and, you know, if my, my buddy Kelvin is listening to this, uh, first of all, hi brother. But, uh, you know, like that doesn't get us anywhere either. You know what I'm saying? Like we spend so much time, so much time on that, you know, but it is, it is what it is, you know? So I'm sure, uh, you know, I know you're one supervisor. You got I know you got to have stories, man. Give, give us a couple stories real quick. No. Um, <laughs> I'm talking about, you know, you'll know what I'm bring the thunder, bring the thunder. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, Oh, I'm trying to think now. Yeah. I, I it's it's been a long time since I've been in a situation where I've reported to somebody who I didn't respect. Um, you know, I'm trying to go back several years now to to think through that. Um, man, yeah, I don't. It, I, I I can't think of one specific instance. Honestly. Oh come on, man! I I know that guy hated my guts because I, I I I cut off his I cut off his gravy train. Well, yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and thanks cost me a job, but that's all right. <laughs> You're probably uh, f- far farther ahead oh, now than you would have oh, been. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah. It. it well, he, he treated me with respect. So it wasn't like it was anything that he did towards me. Just, I don't know. Just the, the way he, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. You know, it's one of those things, you know, I, I respected the guy while I was working for him. Um, did some, did some more work for him, you know, even after I was no longer, an employee, so to speak. So, you know, he'd call me and say, Hey, I need, I need a, need a, need a hand with this project. Can you help me out? And, uh, so I helped him a few times and worked out pretty well. And then the, you know, the last time I, I helped him out, I just didn't get paid. I was emailed him a couple of times. Hey, I never got paid for this. Never heard anything. So, you know, that's when I lost all respect for the guy. Um, but you know, like I said, while I was working for him, there was no issues, you know, startup company i was one of two guys well one of three guys at the beginning uh one of the guys went off and did something else and so it was a little me and the owner of this company um yeah i mean we we get along well up until we didn't and it's just one of those you know i spent a lot of time going around trying to scrum up business while we were also doing other projects and like i said you know i i no, no disrespect to the guy uh, up until he didn't pay me, <laughs> and that's when it, that's when it turned into a ah uh, yeah okay I'm done with this now. Um, right. and, you know, and he did. He helped me out quite a bit. He he helped me get my my Microsoft certifications, which you know I know you talked about that in your live stream today. Um, but you know I did it the right way. <laughs> I actually stood. Right. I failed a few of these things. Um, and, you know, and, and I know that those things got me interviews. 
Um, so I'm very thankful for that. It's just one of those, you know, it's, there's only so much you can do in certain situations and, um, you know, whether or not he did everything he could, I'll, I'll never know. I just know that it didn't work out and here I am now. And like, like you said, I'm much better off where I am now than where I was 10 years ago, 12 years ago. Um, so it all worked out. It was just one of those, you know, it was a shitty situation. It was a very stressful situation for a lot, a lot of the time that I was there. Yeah. Well, the beginning, the beginning of the end for him was, you know, going to a location where people know me and then talking shit about me, right. you know, that that's, that's not going to help you out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, and, and I, I didn't hear I could hate. those stories. I wasn't with him when he was doing stuff like that. So it was one of those, you know, I, I kind of put my earmuffs on cause you know, he was sending my paycheck. So right, right. I, I tried not to get into too much of the, the other side of the things over there. Just, you know, keep my head down, keep fronting, keep grinding, keep going forward. And, you know, when it turned into uh sorry, Tim, then it was like, oh, okay, here we go. Yep. Yeah. And unless there's an altercation, you know, just treat everybody with respect. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like I could hate your guts and you'd never know it, right. you know, cause I'm going to treat you and give you the same customer service that I would give the next guy, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't know. And I was going to talk about some Christmas gifts, but I think uh, I have enough demand to actually turn that into a video. So I won't waste your time uh, with that. Um, is there anything else that you want to talk about before we start sewing this one up? Um, I, I don't really have a whole lot else right now. Um, you know, I'm sure I do. I just don't have it on the notes and, you know, being 1030 on a night where I was up at five o'clock this morning, uh, my, my brain's starting to turn to mush. So I think, all right, uh, well, I think we're ready to wind up. All right, well, let's do this. We'll, uh, we'll wrap it up. We'll head to post and you can start getting the, uh, the old Twitter machine ready so we can give away this other steam link. So, uh, real quick, if you're listening, I want to, uh, I'm Willie Howe and I, I want to thank you and, uh, Tim, you want to take us home? Yeah. So, uh, once again, this is episode three of geek dives. Uh, I I'm Tim bear. Um, if you haven't checked out our website, we're at geekdives.com uh, at geek dives on Twitter. So keep an eye out for the uh, steam link giveaway, uh, retweet, comment, share, like, uh, follow us on Twitter, all that fun stuff to, to find out some new stuff. Now, not every time we retweet, uh, it's not always going to be on the podcast days. Uh, has been recently, but you know, for episode three, we're still young. So we're still getting the hang of this thing. Um, enjoying it having fun so we do appreciate each and every one of you listening it's uh it, it, it's it's fun and we do we do really appreciate it um you know we do it for fun but we also do it for you guys so if you guys didn't listen we probably probably still do it but uh <laughs> it, it's nice to know that people are listening and, and, and enjoying it so thank you all all right man we will see you all in the next episode sounds great thanks guys <laughs>